Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Long Well, I'll be honest, right, because I, I don't really support a club team. I mean, I, I just want England. I'm pumped that it's international break. It's great to see England's main striker going into this on a rich vein of form. Yeah. Um, I don't know who he scored against, but, but one of them was fucking given to him. What the soft as shit. De- like, I've not even done anything. Soft as shit defending. For any Huddersfield fans watching this, Lover, soft as shit defending. As a left back, you're putting that to the goalkeeper or you're putting it with your right foot going that way. But what he did, how do you let Harry Kane go through on goal? How do you commit yourself to the wrong side? How do you miss an opportunity to clatter him, to go straight through him? That was a gift. Harry Kane should have been picking studs out of his legs. Yeah. Probably with a cruciate knee injury. <laughs> Don't you be know. bitter. I'm not, Come but, but, but he should have taken him out. I love Harry Kane, yeah. but he should have taken him out. Um, so that was just soft. The second goal was soft, and then it was over. I, I the was third really, was class. I was really surprised. I'm really surprised by how uh, how high your defensive line was. It's, it's a really brave and refreshing way for uh, a team that's just come up to, to play. And, and obviously brave because... It, he can get punished, and and that kind of happened. Yeah. We were fortuitous, you know. It was that who was the defender, Christian Lover. Yeah, he he should have just cleaned. Mm. He's never going to send Kane off. Uh, get sent off at that 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 area no. of the pitch. And, um, and he, he had the the right to the ball first, so he could have done one of them where you clear it and then you clumsily go, go through the guy. Yeah. But what he did was was neither. Yeah, um, just let him run on goal. But it's it, it, it was as a Huddersfield fan that would have been scary. But that, don't you want to kind of. You you went you went for the jugular, you know. You kind of you tried to grab the game mm. by the scruff of its neck, and yeah. and you pushed it and enabled, you know, was, was tried to pressure Tottenham into to losing the ball, and it was all of the, the good stuff that mm. I saw from Pochettino doing when he first came to Spurs. Yeah, what he's done with Tottenham now, actually, I think with the, the given the, the Champions League, what what they must have trained on is how to break counter attack. Right, when you're being pressed so heavily yeah. so against Dortmund yeah. when we won three one at Wembley, they had so much of the ball yeah. and so much possession. But we had- I, I mean, look, I think that if you're going to leave your fullbacks like that out on an island, you've got to deal with it better. Mm. So they've got to be trained to think clear it. Because he did the same thing against Palace and Zaha nearly scored. Mm. Very similar thing to, to Palace when we were 2-0 up there. Um, now, 
for me, I, I kind of feel that in a way, right, because we've got a couple of players out. I'm not saying this is why we lost to Spurs. Yeah. But we we didn't have any striker to bring off the bench. We had one striker, Depotra, that played up, up top on his own. Giant. And did all right, quick didn't he? as well. Yeah, deceptively quick. So, yeah. so he, he did all right and he's dangerous. But we've only got one guy up front. So our system... Um, and given we don't have a natural number 10, so Tom Innes is playing rather than wide right where he should play. He's now playing number 10. So we've actually got a few square pegs in round holes. Now, given that, I think we've got to try and play differently. Rather than trying to play that same way, but not having a number 10, we're losing too much ball in that midfield. Mm-hmm. Kachunga's not good enough. We want Tom Innes out wide right. So I actually think that as I look at us, I think that we've been a bit naive because we've got a way of playing... Um, and it works for us, but if you can't, if you haven't got the right tools there, then you've got to maybe try and do something different. So I, I would have gone a bit more direct. I would have had, I would have actually played our sub left back who came on for Lover in the second half. I'd have played him at left midfield, and, and I would have protected because if you're playing Tottenham and you only got one striker, you don't have a number ten, you're struggling to score goals. You're actually the, the margins are very fine. You need to get it precisely correct in order to score. Yet you're actually giving Tottenham ball in dangerous areas, and Tottenham are fucking brilliant at breaking down better teams than us. So I just thought that, given who we're playing, I think you've got to have a plan B there. You've got to actually look to protect and make it frustrating for you. Maybe defend, maybe go a bit direct, maybe up to score from a corner or something. Because there was no way. I actually tweeted beforehand. There's no way we're scoring today. No way. Um, and, and and it turned out to be, to be right. So did you see the fans after the yeah the sort of applauding each other? I, I'd like to think that we've played a role in that. Um, well, we, there's a lot of people digging out saying football's gone, like gone these, gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> football's, football's gone. gone gay. Yeah. But that's what people. Will, no, I'm joking. But but that's how people will see it because you've got to be. Like, like I think. I mean, means. I understand that's a sentiment, not the gone gay bit, but the uh, the uh, you know. Yeah. I understand the. Um, I understand why people get annoyed at that kind of stuff. I think from a Spurs fan's perspective, you were looking at a team that was getting beaten 3 or 4-0 at the time, had no real chance of getting back into the game. But obviously, because of, you know, it's your first year in the Premier League, but also you want to you want to support your team and show a level of unity. And as a fan, that's always a good thing. I think Spurs fans were looking around and going, do you know what, fair play. And that's what that was about. Yeah. Um, and we were like we applauded off Harry Kane, yeah, because he's you know you know he's he's one of the best strikers, and, and there was actually talk about this on Huddersfield message board down at the Mac, which uh, is okay. Um, it's like a message board, you know. Yeah, they're always yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, but you know what people were saying was like unanimously, Harry Kane carries himself well. He's not one of these players that's. Dives. That's theatrical. That's that's right into himself. He seems very down to earth. Mm. He's brilliant, um, and you know he scored an amazing goal and was a threat all match and probably the best striker that we've seen play down there. So, so people were just saying, we're going to clap him off. You know what I mean? There's a comparable situation where Spurs played Dortmund and they 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 beat us three 0 but they controlled the game. It was incredible. Like two mm. or three years ago. Uh, and they oh, maybe last year, and he was just they were just so he, they were just so better right. that you couldn't when, when the game ended, yeah. like it was just everyone as one. It wasn't even a moment. Yeah. Is this this is this wanky or not? Everyone just started applauding. Yeah. It's like how can you not? If you love I football, like how can, how can yeah. you not? And what was actually quite a nice moment is that Matt Hummels noticed right. and put it towards the Spurs fans and clapped as well. And it was right. kind of this 
you know, there was we had no chance. Yeah. But what we saw was something that Spurs aspired to. Yeah. And it was kind of like a just a you know, you guys are great. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think there's too much of that whereby because fans know other fans of teams all the time, right? Yeah. You work with them; they're in your family. You have some really normal conversations that are that are you know without the ego of of them being our rivals, you know, and you talk, you know, like Robbie, you'll talk to Robbie, you know, mm. there's Nicky at Arsenal, you'll have normal conversations, yeah, you'll have banter, but you'll have normal conversations. Yeah. Now, just because you're then en masse in the stadium doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to be respectful of something but the that's, traditions that's deserving again, of it. Yeah, but that, that goes against the kind of traditions, the but partisanship. It, well, yeah, I understand partisanship, but equally... In one of the great things about football, or one of the great stories that always struck a chord with me about football, was in World War. I think it was World War One. I, I forget now. It was because it was against Germany, and yeah, you, my memory's mush. I can't remember, but it was the Battle of Somme, yeah. Christmas Day, and all the the soldiers that are fighting each other, then put down their rifles and they all agree go out and have a big game of football yeah it makes me well up that, that, you know when, I, when yeah. I hear about that yeah. I mean imagine that imagine fighting you know not just being your rivals and they mm. won the league last year and you're a bit pissed off about it yeah. but people that you're fighting and have killed your mates and you actually go out and you play football for a day and then you shake hands see you later cheers for the match yeah. I'll kill you tomorrow yeah. do you know what I mean Like, so I, I think that we're human beings first and sometimes when you see something that that amazes you or or uh, or, or brings out an emotion um, of joy or, or you you you've got to put aside these bullshit fucking things that separate us and just go fair play yeah well done you've I think that the way you've supported your team uh, that was good or you were quality you know what mm. I mean and I, I like it when fans clap rival or, or players you know what I mean under certain circumstances so yeah. rather than just booing's a little bit average isn't it we've got Adam on the ones and twos yeah. say hello Ed how's it going very well how are you I'm alright I'm just stressing a bit because the uh, sound quality is not very good apparently what you, they, you, what, they, they can hear it on so they can hear the humming in the background which I think is better yeah, is it it's, not that. No, there's not much we can do at the moment unfortunately just bear with us uh, yeah it's not that either um, what Should I would... we stop and start again? No, 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 no it's fine. Keep going. But it's fine. Just... Adam will fix it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, we're going to be talking about a lot today. Uh, we're trying to get through as much of it as possible. Some things we'll talk about for a short time. Others we'll go into a little bit more detail. Obviously, we've got the situation with Barcelona. We've got Ronald Koeman uh, at Everton, and, 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 and what's going on there? There's an incredible story about the Polish derby and the hooligans that got involved in the Lech Poznan and Legia Warsaw game. Yeah. Um, John Joe Shelby is he any good? He's either brilliant or he's he's, he's he seems to divide opinions significantly. Yeah. The the fake news story about Abue getting HIV. Harry Winks making it into the England squad. There's tons. We've got loads of stuff here. Um, but before that, I found that quite an interesting story. It was it. And it's not really about football, but it interested me somewhat. Um, I read that Uber haven't turned a profit yet, and Spotify and Snapchat equally haven't turned a profit. What, do you, can you explain why yeah, that might be? Well, so some businesses are run to make a profit, and some businesses are run in order to, I guess, generate uh, as much attention and as much value in other ways as possible. So value can be, for example, if everybody spends all day on... Uh, on Uber and everyone uses Uber 
and Uber's got everyone's data and it's got all your travel information, then there's great potential and value in, in that business. Yeah. So that's why people, you, you're either, yeah, I guess you're a business that's trying to create profit or you're a business that's trying to create something that's got so much potential that it'll be become huge and be sold um, and, and have value like that. Right. So data is a is uh, you know the primary thing so whenever you're doing anything on the internet that's free uh, ultimately you're the thing that's being sold there you turning up there and being there every day and seeing something um, you participate in or with Facebook which is a great thing that's free you put in all your data that allows them to then sell you mm. to people that are trying to advertise to you or or provide services to you or whatever so it's a similar thing if you've actually got a business that so many people are using it it might be loss making but there's huge value in that company because of the data and therefore the possibilities and because of the amount of people and the amount of time that people are spending on something yeah so for uber um yeah um massive company everyone uses it. it's synonymous in the in the culture just because it's loss making it doesn't mean it's not more valuable than the local news agent who makes 50 grand a year in profit do you, do you know what i mean yeah because the world knows of uber uses uber it's on everyone's phone everyone uses it to save time so to take their journey they have a point in the future they know if the business plan goes ahead correctly that they, they will be they'll become profitable yeah, that they'll become profitable, or or they'll get yeah they'll sell in some way, shape, or form, or yeah you, you, yeah right. exactly. Right, so it's just a different kind of model, I guess. It's just just curious, really, because mm. from late to everyday man, you think that so many people are using it, so much money yeah. going in. How can they not be profitable? But yeah. that makes sense. Well, what what they normally a lot of times when people build these things, they build them it's some kind of app or some kind of. Uh, tech or some kind of platform that they want people to use and they haven't necessarily worked out how it's going to be funded completely yet but they understand how they can bring people in and then and then what they'll start to do is add monetization strategies to it I gotcha. um, like Twitter for example they add a huge audience but they struggle to find a way to monetize and then their ad package turned out to be pretty shit mm. so you know that's why someone like them had then struggled and then if people stop using it and start jumping out and doing other things and your audience starts to decline then it's hard to be to be valued but often when you raise money or when you go public you're doing it on the potential of that company and and the fact that they'll get it right at some point or, or whatever you know yeah does that explain it, it does and it also yeah. feels like the, like the, as for an investor quite you have to be quite bold and brave and you have to punt or are they not they just get yeah I mean there's different types of investors and different stage investors so um, I think that the the way to look at investment it's not what you sell for it's what you buy for so would I have bought snap stock snapping stock when they when they went uh, uh, when they went public no um, but would I have bought it you know five years ago um, you know when you saw that Teenagers were starting to use it everywhere, and, and it was at the top of the app store. Mm. You know, then you'd buy it, but would you buy it when it's at its hugely inflated price? Then yeah. I probably wouldn't buy. Would stock. it be someone with lots and lots and lots of money at that stage? Well, yeah, or or it goes public, so then people it can be traded then on international markets rather than rather than stocks privately held. Course, but yeah. so, so when when a company's starting off, what you'll often do is you'll have that initial phase where it's cheap to buy the equity. So you'd come in as a, there's a lot of people that make investments. They might have ten investments going at one time. They might make ten investments in really in startup businesses, knowing that 
nine of them won't work, but one of them will go on to become good. But they're buying it so cheap that they can hedge. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like hedging, but they're they're buying it at an early stage. So, um, and maybe that investor is going to bring something to the table, or they see something in the founders or the space that they think that this is going to be an exploding category. Uh, people are going to be, um, and and so people might bet. So people might have put money into Uber, into Halo, and into whatever the other people that were trying to do that product was, yeah. knowing there'll be one winner because, yeah, of course, of course, the way that we've been ordering taxis, <laughs> the way that we've been hailing black cabs isn't working. That can be something that can be made better by technology in that it, it, it brings people that, that want to give lifts and people that are looking for a lift together in a quite safe environment and in a way whereby it saves time mm. because ultimately... If you before Uber, you were one of these guys that used to go out and try and order a taxi. You know, you'd be in a party, you'd be back at your mate's house, you'd be like, "I right, call a taxi." Yeah, yeah, it'll be here in ten minutes. Awesome, twenty minutes past. Where's my ride? Yeah. Then you got called him again. Yeah, it's, it's 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 just turning down your road, mate. Just stand outside. Ten minutes have passed. It's not there. Whereas with Uber, you know that the, where the guy is. You know, so that's saving time. So that was always going to win. People will make mess, uh, investments in, in a number of these things. Gotcha. But if you're buying it at the really early stage, that's when you've got a chance to make a really big, turn a big profit. Gotcha. So any, any buddy inve- budding investors out there, these a fair bit of advice. Did you press record on the uh, audio, mate? Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, Barcelona. I'm not going into the background. Barcelona, Real it's Madrid. Mate. Who the fuck? You're trying uh, to kid. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. Yeah. The, uh, the <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go into background. They've had so much, um, so much go on this year. It's oh. insane what Barcelona have gone through, and this is just. I mean, we, I was kind of laughing at them back then, but now they're they're in a very awkward position politically because they have to align themselves, and have always proudly aligned themselves with Catalonian mm. uh, and being a Catalan club. Um, so I don't think they ha- hold no bones about it. Um, they played this game the other day behind closed doors. Originally, right. they'd asked La Liga to cancel. To cancel, to move it, postpone it, and this is because essentially it's almost civil war, right? Like, well, what's going on there fully? Because I don't read so not press. There's, I mean, political civil war for sure. There's, you know, you've got people, uh, the Catalonian people are holding what the Spanish government considered to be a, an illegal referendum, okay, about get, get, gaining independence. Wow, and it, it was illegal because it's not ratified. It doesn't mean anything. The, the results don't mean that they're independent. Right. They're just not saying we want to have our own vote to see what people think. It was a statement to say, right. look, this is what we want. We want right. independence, you know, in the same way... Scotland. Well, yeah, but except that Scotland... That, that I know it's already independent, but... Yeah. And it's ratified as well, yeah. so it's, it's, it, that, that, that referendum would have seen them leave yeah. Great Britain, whereas this wouldn't have seen. It was more a right. token saying... And, uh, and as a response to this... Despite the Spanish government saying that this, we don't recognise it. This isn't important. Yeah, they sent in the civil guard, uh, and there was a lot of uh, rough, rough housing by and them. We all know from all of these in Ibiza and Tenerife over the years. That <laughs> yeah, the, the guard don't play today. Honestly, I've travelled <laughs> all over, all over Europe with Spurs, and the Spanish police are yeah. are, are the worst. Yeah, they do not give a shit. No, they're, just, they're about their Tr- stuff, aren't they? Truncheon <laughs> first, and, and you know, you come out of you know being the, 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 the the inner workings of the Spanish, the civil guard in Spain, come from Franco dictatorship. You know, right. all those years ago, fifty Back years ago. Yeah, so um, you can, I can see where where it, where it's come from. In any case, uh, Barcelona kind of, you know, they asked the game for, to be moved. Um, it was going to be uh, to another day, just not on this day, because obviously it's symbolic. 
Um, and La Liga said, no, you can't. You have to play on this day, which yeah. is odd because they'll move these games for TV fixtures all the time. Oh, yeah. So it wouldn't have been a big deal. Right. But so, there's, so the, 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 the Barcelona vice president has stood down because the president of Barcelona decided that the game should be played but behind closed doors. And the vice president was saying, we should, it doesn't matter. We will take the docked points because what would have happened oh, is that would have been better. Yeah, I wish they'd have done that. Yeah. A much more powerful thing. Take, but got on a high horse. So it would have got three points for not fielding a team and three yeah. points for uh, as a punishment. So it would have been six yeah. points. And the way and they're going, they'll still, they'll still, they still want it. That would have got the message out. Yeah, really in quite a big way, wouldn't it, to the world? So the story because that's really standing for the cause in a way. Yeah. That's so awesome. the, there's all this. There's always this thing about you know like Copernic and whatnot. And we talked about it a bit last week. But you know that. By making a stand, by having a principled position, whether you agree with him or not, the, the point of it is is that you're sacrificing something. And Copernic now doesn't have a club to play for, mm. because, directly because of his. I mean, I know he isn't the greatest uh, footballer. Who the hell's Copernic? About pronouncing it right. Who is he? The one that took the knee in Black Lives Matter. In the the NFL player. Oh, Kaepernick. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this was a Spanish football. I was like, who the hell is this guy? I'm like, God, I know my football knowledge is poor, but I didn't realise that this is a big sorry, mate. international uh, Spanish player. Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Sorry, Colin Kaepernick. I'm sorry, right. I know nothing about I'm NFL. with you now. Kaepernick. Former 49ers. Yeah, right. He hasn't got okay. a club, but, but ultimately he's, he, he sacrificed his career and he probably knew that that was going to happen. Mm. And the same thing, like, my, my one issue with PK, despite him being, um, despite him being like a... Uh, uh, yeah, a, 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 you know he's principled in the matter. He's still playing for the Spanish team, and he and he said, and he said, and it, you know, because he's, he's he's fiercely Catalan, and he he said, look, if the if Spanish players don't want me, or, or the Spanish supporters don't want me, then I won't play for them anymore. Mm. You know, I won't, I won't play for you. But in my in my in my opinion, if you're that, I'm uh, maybe not getting the information completely correct. I'm sure but they're not getting the pronunciations. But, yeah, correct. Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah. Kaepernick. Uh, and it, you know, is it maybe he should have just said, "Well, I can't play for Spain. I can't play for what it represents." Look maybe, at how they're behaving. Maybe. I mean, look, I, I'm not an expert in in, in this stuff at mm. all. I, I didn't really fully know what was going on, um, but it, it's super interesting. You know, when there's, you know, I guess the world from what it was many many. Um, decades ago or, or, or even centuries ago is it, changing and yeah. I, I mean I, I just kind of like look at this and just feel that this is one part of I mean I, I saw okay so I saw a Russell Brand video the other day yeah, which is really interesting and he was talking about the Vegas shootings and, and I really agree with this thing that he said and what he's saying is rather than just looking at the 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 immediate thing of okay so Vegas that was bad you know like people died obviously feel yeah. bad about that uh, he's just saying that the way that it, when it's um, when the, the perpetrator of an act like that is is um, is clearly Arabic or someone that they can pin on yeah. as a Muslim yeah. you know that kind of thing it's very it's a very easy narrative for the for the media to, to throw when it's like a white person it's a little bit different yeah. it's then about rifle uh, gun control gun control stuff like that but what he's saying is like these things are pretty common <laughs> now mm. and there's unrest and this kind of stuff happening all over the world and in in many many different forms yeah and it's actually because people are pretty unhappy. 
yeah. on mass people are pretty unhappy because this system isn't working and and again there was another thing that I'd seen which was a while ago where you've got Woody Halson doing this video which I thought was amazing and he's basically just saying the common man really just wants to get by Who's Woody Halson? Woody Halson the actor Woody Harrison oh <laughs> What did I say? Halson. It's, uh, <laughs> one all. One all. <laughs> Not as bad as, as Copernic or whatever. Uh, um, Woody, but Woody Halson. Go on. What was he saying? Well, so what he's saying is that, that the um, the common man basically just wants to go about his business. They want to be able to do normal things and, and grow up in peace. Yeah. You know, that's what the common man really wants. And when you see that that's not allowed to happen, it's because the interests of the people are not being um, prioritised by the system, yeah. by the government, which is, you know, we talk about this stuff quite a lot. Um, y- you know, and the, the, the more life goes on, the more inclined I am to be quite sympathetic to a lot of these conspiracy theorists about, uh, you know, for example, look at the NFL, look at what's happening there. Now, the it's not history. It's like with poppies. It's not history for us to all do that on that same day and for sports teams to, to stand there, like you see in, in the NFL and stand for the anthem, yeah. like you see in the UFC when they do all this stuff for, for, for fallen heroes. Yeah. Or, that's paid for. Is that it? is paid for because governments have budgets to pay for to get people to recruit to the army you know they, it's proper it's propaganda yeah. so the NFL were paid by the government and by the government bodies to all of a sudden start to promote and stand with soldiers and do all this stuff that would promote um um fear a military agenda as well. military uh, to serve oh. a military agenda because yeah. guess what the way that countries the way that capitalism works is you have to keep growing you can't be like, oh, we're going to, don't worry guys, we're all going to eat, but we're just going to sort of like, everything's going to fall back a few points. It can't, capitalism's got to keep growing. Now a way for countries to grow, right, is to make more, be more efficient with what you've got, but it's also to conquer new lands and break new borders and to grow outside of your country, which is why you might try and export a Premier League to, to a new market, because that brings in revenue from that market to here. Now, it works in many different ways, not just in TV sports rights and things like that, but it works in terms of, of them going and mining oil or other things that, that countries are rich for, you know? Mm. Uh, and American foreign policy, much like a lot of Western foreign policy, is based on demonising certain other people whilst playing an agenda of fear to your country in order to them to get more patriotic and wave the flag and, and also then let laws and rules and, and things pass through. Because we're in a system that, let's face it, we all know it's not fair. Mm. It's, not, it's not based entirely on meritocracy. It's not. It's serving an agenda. And, and that's something that I think that you see in, in sport. It's something that I think you see with the NFL. And, and I think that we're all part of what you're doing now is because people can use the internet to, to, to share information, to organise around ideas. Because technology is at such... Um, like you saw with the Arab Spring, people were rising up and saying, this isn't right. Mm. You know, we're the 99%. This isn't right what's happening. And people are, and I think that in countries where you've had dictatorships, and uh, it's maybe more extreme, that reaction, like with Arab Spring, what happened in Egypt, Libya, and countries like that. Yeah. And I'm no expert on this shit, but I'm just looking at it and, you know, from no, a I'm, distance. Yeah, top I'm line. Not, yeah, exactly top line. And... and um, so I, I think that it's a fucking mad time for mankind right yeah. now. But 
ultimately, if you look at it in standby, you just see, look, people are unhappy everywhere. Mm. And they're probably unhappy everywhere because the rich don't want certain things to change. The people, the institutions don't want things to change. They want it to stay the same because they're all right, Jack, pull the ladder up. <laughs> they're happy with their pension plan, their whatever, all their land and stuff like that. But people are, are getting pissed off, mm. you know, and, and that's happening everywhere. That's one, one major change that might happen out of this. Go on. Very unlikely, but it could be that Barcelona ends up joining the Premier League or another, say, the Bundesliga. Mm. Now, That's in, trippy. In order for this to happen... Who'd want them? Well, yeah. yeah we'll, people we'll, are just like, well, you're going to come here and win everything. We'll, um, get, we'll get on that in two seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, so We're true. all right, actually. We're, you know, yeah. um, so, um, in order for this to happen, uh, I mean, Catalonia... Uh, Cat, uh, Catalonia. Catalonia would, would have to... Um, they would have to split. They'd From, have to become an independent. Yeah. I mean, then... Um, if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Then Barcelona would have to physically leave La Liga and then they'd have to find a way to join another league, which... I'm not sure. I mean, with enough money, you can make anything happen in in, in sport. Yeah. But well, it's got a lot of Rangers and Celtic fans are quite quite angry, you know, because they were like, "Well, we're first. You know, we've been waiting for this for years, yeah. and we've not been allowed to do it. If it's going to happen, we're first. But ultimately, Barcelona brings with it more eyes than both yeah. of those clubs put together. So, well, I think if Barcelona won, yeah, in, I mean, look, I, I think it, they do bring a lot of eyes, but I I don't even know if that's. 100% true there's a lot of people that feel real strong worldwide support for a club like um, 
for a club like Celtic. You know, I know, I, 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 I do that. I do get that, but they they're the infinitely more marketable football club. And if the Premier yeah. League had to choose between the three, they're letting Barcelona in. Yeah, yeah. You okay. imagine the story. Imagine the world. The world. Every eye. Every eye in the, in football would be looking at what Barcelona were doing in the, in the British Premier League. That would be cool. Um, yeah. I don't want it because it just makes it impossible. Yeah, it makes it harder. How do you it? think they'd win it? Oh, you don't know, do you? It'd be. <laughs> You know, you can sit there and say on paper, yeah, but I guess that the the travelling around might impact them a little bit. The fact that they're yeah, new, they everyone base? might raise their game. They might get worked out. If, if they're playing every week in, week out, they might start to get a little bit worked out. So you, you can look at them now and go, yeah, they're brilliant, but you can't sit here and just say that it would travel over. Adam, Adam's got a view on this, he does. What is it? I think they, they would win it comfortably. Do you? Yeah, so they've, they've, been, they've been way better than our... Like all the other English teams for the last like at least yeah, well, eight years. Yeah, the Premier League's harder and than the uh, than, than the La Liga. When they got to the Premier League, they'd be able to sign like better players. They'd raise their they'd raise their stature as well. Oh, they would cream like <laughs> they would cream like the majority of the Premier League. Um, you, uh, let me just come on to this because while we're talking to you, Ad, you got a bee in your bonnet, aren't you, about the top six? Yeah. What is it? So you're, you're just fed up because they're so good. They're splitting away now. Obviously, every time there was this little study done, I think it was in The Independent, I might be wrong, um, in Telegraph, rather, and the stats show that the gap between the top six and Bar and Liverpool is widening. They're, this, yeah. they're basically drubbing teams. Just, four or five. I personally would like the European Super League to happen and I'd like the, the top six to go. Matt, what do you think of that? The European <laughs> League to happen so that the top six in English football just go away. I mean, <laughs> I get it's it. Quite, it's quite. I, a do you know? What? I think I, what I would love is some kind of reboot of that whole system. So yeah, fine. Yeah. See you later. Because what? see you later. Imagine how buzzing it'd be just to let these arrogant, like huge clubs that are because we all play to their agenda anyway. Yeah. That you know because they're so much more advanced. They're their infrastructures that they've got. On the pitch, the, the the resources that they're able to a- access, as well as off the pitch, you know, you've got Premier League clubs like Watford with one guy in the marketing department doing their social media and everything, their commercial partnerships. You've then got Man United, Man City got offices in London as well as up north with like bunches of people doing bunches of cool shit yeah. with a hundred different partners around global partners. You, you know, so it's not an even playing field off the pitch, um, and it's not. Because of that, it's not an even playing field on the pitch. Yeah. So I, I'd be quite up for it going, yeah, just cutting it off. All right, see you later. You go play with them because you're so brilliant. Off you pop. Mm. And then we'll we have a... It. It'd be good. I, I'd, I'd quite enjoy that. So that I, I'd be in a weird position because I, I want that to happen, but I don't want Tottenham to go with it. Because I, 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 I'm kind of... I, I understand where your frustration is with it all. You know, you've got these... You know, and there's discussions going on at the moment again about how the top six can start to get more of the, the, the TV revenue share. Because currently, everyone... It's all split evenly. Anyone in the Premier League has the same amount of money, regardless. Uh, I think you get additional fees. In no, that. for where you, you place. So that's the competition. Yeah. But for the TV rep split, right. everyone gets the same amount. Yeah. So whether you're Burnley or, or, or Man United. Right. Which is good. Yeah. Which obviously, it lends yeah. to the parity somewhat. Yeah. But obviously, the greedy people, and you know, ultimately these are, mm. I say greedy, they're businessmen. You know, they well, want more of that TV money because they realise that they're the ones that bring the eyes to the Premier League. Yeah. You know, Man United, Man City, Spurs. But, you know, but they, I, to be honest, the, the whole English competitions and the other parts of the competition, I think, have been 
um, diluted in order to create the Champions League, which is uh, and to because it did, the champion the Champions Cup used to be a straight knockout, didn't it? Yeah. And now we've got a situation where it's escalated a little bit till it was right. Well, we'll have a couple of teams in it, and we'll we'll do a little league, and then we'll do knockout. To actually, we'll do two round robin phases. Four teams are in it from these top countries to the stage where there's now all these matches that are played mm. and all that is to create a premium package around these top 14 playing games over there and the impact of that is that then they dilute the importance of the FA Cup by not giving a fuck about yeah. it. It dilutes the importance of whatever the other cups are called because no one gives a fuck about it. And then there's more of the, you know, so it's yeah. like, it's already happening really and, and that's where they, and it's always the same teams that qualify for it, it practically. The, well, the reason for that being in the Champions League, there's two pots of money. There's there's the, 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 the pot that you get rewarded depending on how, how far you get in the competition mm. and then there's the pot that you get rewarded for for how many eyes you bring to right. the competition so Basel could reach the final of the Champions League right. and still earn less money how than, do they say, value how many eyes you bring uh, what do you mean like how is the that mo- actually account like how, how is that um, well, they, qualified like how's that um, so TV audiences so how many people how many eyes so so if there's a hundred if, if a Man United uh, match against um, like for example their dream final would be Man United versus Real Madrid the two watch teams most watched right. teams in the world is this right are you making this up no we did a video on it we did a video yeah, on it yeah definitely right but, but, but I don't know how they count that because because TV uh, metrics are different in different countries mm. um, like in terms of the, um, the the way that data is so radar radio is um, a measure. You, you fill in a diary right. and you do three months retrospective stickers for what you've listened to. So it's a test of your memory. TV is a thing called Barb, and in Barb, what it is, and it's it's, it's only in about I don't know something stupid like twenty thousand homes or forty thousand homes. Yeah. And ultimately, the way that Barb works is as a box. And it's got the, a number button for everyone in the household. So if I'm number one, obviously, um, and, and I'm watching TV, I press number one and then I sit and watch what I watch. And then Ty comes in, number three, uh, no, number two. Uh, she presses number two and she watches something. And, and that's how it counts what people are watching. And then they scale that up against the, 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 um, the population yeah. to work out averages. And that's then says what people are watching it's yeah. not actually what they're watching no but it's that same it's, so, so what I'm saying is like that must be really difficult for them to actually have a true figure but and knowing what, that information is really valuable to them isn't it if they, they know it, it I'm sure you, they do you want to, it's, it's how yeah, our TV's traded it's how, it's how it was traded anyway I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean it's been a while we, since I've cared we know <laughs> yeah, fair enough we, we know we know that around on average I think it's 1.8 million people will watch a Premier League game right. so however that figure is, is calculated presumably similar to Barb yeah well, yeah 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 if um, it's on TV then yeah and, and that's what's so so great about YouTube analytics and whatnot is because you know they're real well more, do, do we know they're not? real I don't know I don't mate know. do you know what I mean like I, I, well, you just, I don't know anything anymore because you, it's also, true it, actually who, yeah, how who, do you know how do you know like, <laughs> like really you know what I mean yeah because as well as that there's a you know, if all of a sudden, if YouTube's got all these huge numbers, like I think Facebook have actually been called into question about this, saying that their their numbers aren't right, and I think they've even admitted that some of their numbers aren't right. So you see a video with ten million views on it, uh, or on YouTube, it's like, oh god, you know, YouTube's getting all these views. 
that's good for YouTube because they're selling yeah. imagery for that and if people think there's attention there then they want to be a part of it so it's people them, have got it? perspective so there's a bit of faith in it it feels better but, but, it, but back in the day there'd be this thing called 301 so you'd a video would go up it'd get a lot of views and you'd hit 301 I and it'd stay that. on that for what ages. was that about? Well, it was because the algorithm was catching up, you know. And even so, it sometimes gets it wrong. Like, I've seen it where videos have been on there and, and people have been going mad because it's like, all right, there's, there's um, 6,000 likes, there's so many comments, and it's saying that there's only 10,000 views or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't stack up. In fact, LinkedIn, I do video on LinkedIn. So, by the way, if you, I do loads of business video on LinkedIn. Add me on LinkedIn, please. It's where I'm actually doing daily videos on there. Um, but at first, I'd put them up and I'd got 50 likes, so many comments, and it's showing that I've got like 100 views. I'm like, I can't be right. Mm. Now, some of these videos, maybe it's caught up and it's saying 15,000, 16,000 views on these things, which yeah. is pretty big for, for LinkedIn, for LinkedIn well, yeah, and, and all organic and it's business stuff, which is what I want to be talking about. But all I'm saying is, yeah, we, we don't actually know. So it's really interesting how they adjudicate that and they're handing out checks, but we don't actually know yeah. that that's correct well there's, there's so much of this, you know what I mean yeah it's faith based though isn't it a lot of it you, you're, you're, you're presuming and, and, and you have in, why would you doubt it uh, that, that these figures are real and, and by the same token as I, I haven't got any cash on me I'm poor okay. do you want some money yeah so it's go on it's so I'm holding money. up a, a pound how do I know why is that valued at a pound because you believe the value is a pound I believe the value is a pound so therefore when, you, when I give you this pound you're going to give me something in return with the same value. But there's nothing, there's no rule in life to say that this yeah. is worth one pound. There isn't a one pound's worth of gold in the bank to back that up. It's just faith. I believe this is worth something and you yeah. believe, but actually it's just a piece of metal. I can't, like, I wish that I could sit and have a real conversation about currency. Mm. I don't think I've got that in me. No, now. fair enough. Um, um, yeah, so I mean, it's, just, it's just one of those things. Money is just like a fancy IOU. I like Nyla K. She says, "Who is real? Are we real?" See, if you let's, have you heard about this? Well, sim- uh, 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 simulation theory. Uh, no, I thought you were going to talk about Jim Carrey, but go on. It's the same thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, I is think. It? Well, uh, no, hang on. He's talking about the. He's talking about the masks and whatnot, isn't he? And and, and the face and the persona that you people give him. Did you talk about the interview he did with that woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's freaky, but I think he's, 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 he's spot on. Yeah, he's, uh, there's a great tweet that someone wrote going, um, it's Wilson, by the way, Nyla, thank you. Um, what are you talking about, Jim Carrey? Um, yeah, so, someone, um, the tweet was amazing for that. It's like, Jim Carrey is woke AF. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it's a movie he's doing. Right. And he's, uh, I mean, it's a theory might not be true but it's a movie he's doing where this guy is having this breakdown and this uh, awakening of consciousness wow. and understanding of it and this is maybe part of it because he's a big fan of Andy Kaufman which he is did that Eternal Sunshine that's Spotless right. Mind which you go yeah. and see depressing but very yeah, good but, but, and he did the Truman Show as well so it all kind of yeah it, it, it does yeah but but he's, he's right in a way what he's saying is like because it's like there's so many things that we get caught up in that are illusions mm. they're not important it's not real like you know and I think that in this social media world it, we are moving towards this state where we're it's almost like to name another movie mm. The Matrix yeah. that's what it's, pro- it's projecting to yeah. it's projecting to The Matrix we're not actually out there do- Adam's not actually out there slaying no. he's just plugged into a system that, thinking about that, slaying well, and that reality is mine yeah. and, the, you, and the idea is that you, look, you two don't exist you only exist when you come into 
yeah. my vicinity, but outside of what I can see and experience now, there's nothing. No. That this is some sort of software. I'm freaking out a bit. Yeah. No, um, I, went, when I, went to, I went to Amsterdam and um, I did what people do in Amsterdam. And, they, and, <laughs> and I sat down and watched a video when what I was What do they bed. do in Amsterdam? I've never been. Can, can I say? <laughs> I'm not sure if I can say. I don't mind talking can about I it. Say? Yeah. Oh, I, just, I, ate, I ate loads of mushrooms. And um, and and I started watching this video about about this about the the simulation theory. Right. And I freaked like, out. I'm Tell not, me about simulation no, no, theory. No, no, Someone no, loves no. it on here. Matt, Matty Nuttall, who's a good lad. Yeah. Uh, as is Stephen George. It's, it's the idea that this is this is a complex um, uh, piece. I'm going to butcher this, but a, a kind of software. Right. That's. Some like God is actually the creator of this world, and yeah. not in the oh, religious sense. Yeah, is is a uh, software engineer or right. a robot from the future or whatever it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, everything we do is predetermined. Everything yeah. we do is sort of in line with a chaos theory, yeah. so that if at any moment you chose, if I chose, I pulled out a knife and cho- wanted to harm you. Yeah, I was always going to do that, oh, so right. I should have no conscious right or no issue with me harming you. Or a- anything else, right. bastard. Yeah, yeah. But and that reaction was pre-programmed. And everything's pre-programmed. So if there's no, if everything was predefined, I'm mixing uh, theories here. But if everything <laughs> was predefined, um, then no one should would have any conscious or uh, or conscience or or real issue of that doing anything bad because they were always going to do that. Right. Um, can I tell you something that happened in the Polish derby? No, tell me something happened in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> So talking about the Truman Show, we I, I'd, I'd, I'd consumed a lot of um, mushrooms and um, <laughs> and I was uh, I was sitting with my girlfriend and looking at a, a whiskey glass in my hand and my hands looked gigantic and I was laughing at that that was hilarious at the time to me. Of course. Um, and these two guys walked up. Yeah. And they were shaking hands. This guy was just shaking hands with everyone on this bench outside and I was like, all right, he's definitely up. Like, he's, he's in on it. He's, he's in. <laughs> he's, in he's, in, he's on my circle. He's in on it. And he sat down and we, uh, him and this Aussie guy. And me and my missus, and obviously, don't do drugs. Ever do drugs, right? It's bad for you, right? But on this occasion, I found it very funny, and, and I was very happy. And the, I was laughing so much, and was so into these two guys in terms of making sure that they were happy. I wanted them to be happy as well. Mm, that the nice. Irish guy started to freak out. Like, he was going, this is too much. Is this the Truman Show? You've been planted here to make my night better. I don't believe this. This is the Truman Show. This is ridiculous. I've got to get out of here. Fucking they thought hell. that he thought that I was planted, mate, and that I wasn't real, or I was real, but I was playing a game to make his enhance his experience. It was, it was a head fuck, but uh, it was funny as hell. Do you know what, mate? That is um, Amsterdam's a funny place. What about Jim's Amsterdam trip? Right, I will tell. We'll te- we've got to get him on to tell that story. Yeah. Okay. We, 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 will he tell him? it? Will he tell it? He will tell it. I, and I actually filmed it right, and I've, I played it about four times to people and watched the whole thing twenty five minutes. And but basically, the people, the people reacting the way people, that we did. Yeah, it's people, the greatest story. It is. He tells an amazing story. I, I tell you what. Next week, if we can, if he agrees to tell it, it's the funniest story I've ever heard. Uh, you, I was in bits. You had it, Ad. I heard, I heard bits of it. It's Mate. incredible. It, Jim's, it, Jim's story, yeah. right? Go on. Definitely, definitely do it next week. Um, let's move. How long have we been going? So I tell a story about. T- okay, we're have to, we've got fifteen minutes. We've got fifteen minutes. Most. Go okay. on, tell the story. We can, uh, chop, we can come back to some of this next. All week. right. Okay. So um, yeah. So it's not it's not mushrooms, <laughs> but um, so I, I remember going to Australia. Uh, back in 2001, a place called Byron Bay. I don't know if anyone's ever been there. It's an amazing place, is Byron Bay. Um, 
it's kind of a cruisy surf town. Adam would love it. Um, and it, great, you've been there. Mm-hmm. I mate, it's great in it. So there's amazing. Did you love it? Yeah. Amazing food. Now it's changed a lot over the years. Like bear in mind, the first time I went there was 2001, so what, 18, no, it's whatever, 15 years ago, yeah. 16 years ago. And um, but there's a there's a little place near there called Nimbin. You heard of Nimbin? Has anyone been to Nimbin? Tell me in, in the comments below. So Nimbin was an old uh, like hippie commune where basically people would go there. So Joe Cuff, but love Byron Bay. Joe, did you go to Nimbin? Um, so anyway, in um, Byron Bay, uh, the place called Nimbin, hippie com- commune. And when I first went there, you could buy weed over the counter. It's the only place I think in Australia where weed was uh, was legalized, right? And you essentially went in. And there'd be a guy and you'd talk about what high you wanted, a bit like Amsterdam. And then you'd go and you'd sit and have a spliff like next door. And then you'd come back and be like, all right, cool, we'll get some of that, we'll get some of that. Mm. And I went there with my uh, missus at the time in 2001. Anyway, cue a bunch of years later. Do you remember Greco, Bronwyn, the Canadian um, girls and that lot? We we went to... Um, to Australia, to Sydney for, for New Year's. Then me and a couple of mates went all up the coast, right? And we went back to Byron Bay. We're like, fuck, let's go to Nimbin. Let's go to Nimbin and get some weed. Right. And then I'd read something that said it had changed. Right. So I went back to this coffee shop. Same place. We get the bus there. Like, it's quite difficult to get there. It takes a few hours. So you get a bus that takes you in. You look around, score your drugs, get on the bus and go back. Um from Byron Bay you don't really stay in Nimbin do you know what I mean because it's a little I bit this it's a little, yeah I know it's a little bit weird in there right so uh, we go in I'm like to, to, to Paddy and Dunk and, and this, we'd met this girl on the thing so she's hanging around with us now she was on the bus with us was pretty sound travelling on her own so we're in there and I'm like right this is the place so I went in alright mate do you still sell it's like no no it's all changed now you can't do that like right. you know what I mean like, okay fine so we come outside like right fuck Surely we can score weed here like that. So we're walking down the road, and as we're talking, this huge uh, Aboriginal guy kind of comes past us like that, and he's like, "If you want fucking weed, follow me." Like that. So we're like, "All right, cool." So we're going to follow this guy. Exactly what you do. So we walk down this road, and so we're like, "Right, Paddy, you fucking go over there." So me and Dunk follow this guy down there, and he goes down this road, and he goes. And I've been to Nimbin before, like I said, but I've never been off the track. So I'm thinking, shit. You know, this guy is, is fucking strong. He could just literally just dust us down, no problem. So we come around, go past a guy working on his car, never like that. Not in the front yard, do you know what I mean? It's just like, never like that. Proper working on his car, like, this feels wrong. So we go around about and we just sit there and we're just like, I'm just thinking, fuck me, this guy could just take our money, tip us upside down, do what he wants to us. Yeah. Um, and we start, so we're talking about, we're talking about weed, and it's like, what do you want? We're like, you know, you want couple ounces whatever so he's like alright cool so he gets out there's this stuff and there's this stuff we're like we want this stuff (laughs) so he's like it's this much so we're like getting his money out like fuck we're I don't know what $40 short or something like that so we goes to him uh, look our mate Paddy he's got cash up there but you know we've come down here we had a good chat with the guy right he's like look he's like, and and he knows the drill people come in and out on the bus so he knows that we're not fucking probably in a position to boost but he looks at us and he goes you know what you're, you guys look like old school guys. So what I'm gonna do is, like, I know you're not stupid. Like what I'll do is, you give me that money. I'll give you the weed, right? You could get money off your mates. Bring it back. We're good. Yeah. We're like, all right, cool. Fucking, that felt felt good. You know what I mean? Because we're scared of him a minute ago. That we that felt good. Like, we're old school guys. So walk out like that, right? And as we walk out past the car, police car comes down, right? So we're just like, fuck. 
like, hang on a minute, like fucking shit, we got weird letters, like this guy sitting there like that. So we go and we just jump into this textile shop, you know, <laughs> selling like drums and fucking bags that are, you know what I mean? And we're sort of in there, like just like looking around like that, shitting ourselves. And we just see the police car come out, he's in the back of the fucking police car. We're like, no, <laughs> that's just fucking weird, right? What? And as we're stood there like that, we just hear this this woman, his wife, who we'd actually clocked with him when he first walked past the Johnson Group. She goes, them, you guys. Like, she chases the police car a bit at first. She's like, no, proper scene. Yeah, and yeah. then she points at us. She's like, that's where. <laughs> so we fucking run off, obviously. Do you know what I mean? Because she looks like she could dust us down as well. <laughs> so anyway, to cut a long story short, we end up... Um, uh, hiding in in a coffee shop and we're just in bits right out and we're sitting in this coffee shop literally just waiting yeah. for this bus to come back and we can we're sitting in there right and we can hear this woman walking around outside oh my God. so we're there and she comes into this back garden that's outside this coffee shop got the paper there her fucking head's there and we're just sitting there with this paper she's got like a geezer with him she's talking about us like she's gonna she wants to mash us up telling anyone that'll listen that we've somehow stitched him up right so we're just fucking sitting there terrified waiting for the bus to come anyway it gets to the time the bus comes right uh, so, so, so we're like literally just run out to get it so as we're running to, for, for the bus we then see the a police car dropping off the geezer Bus. Right, so we're like fucking see the geezer, see the bus, and it's like just literally kind of a couple of blocks down, and we're just like, fuck it, we just run down to the guy, right, and he's misses his meeting, run just guy. run to the guy, and we're just like, there's your money, <laughs> there's your money. Really sorry about what happened, and he was like, fucking mate, he's like, they took all my drugs, they took the fucking money, fucking, I knew you guys were old school geezers like that. Had a hug. Ran off and jumped on the fucking bus, but like we just been shit. That's incredible. Yeah, I know. So we just like just fucking. You <laughs> like you still had your yeah. Lead on it, that. Was, it was what fun. a story. That was in, that, well told as well. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. More of those. More of those on the long There's a lot street. of there's a lot of stories. Out that there. is incredible. You got more of those. Yeah. Not now. Probably yeah. yeah not, not now. But we can save. We'll have one of Matt's stories a week. It's scary. No, that is terrifying. Um, I've got some of the people going top story. Wow. Kudos. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Um, all right. Look. One one final thing before we go because okay. we've been overrunning and we've, we've not done anything yeah. um, just because uh, Nyla who's, who's always here she wants yeah. <laughs> the people like still going that was well done man. that was a great story um, Harry Winks uh, my little cherub in the Tottenham side has made it into the England squad at the expense of Phil Jones and Fabian Delphi were injured okay. um, all I'm going to say about this before we end is that Harry Winks is the new Luka Modric really? is he that good? no but he could well be. Right. He's got the potential. He, he, okay. Yeah, I, I've not seen, I only saw him in that game and he, mm. he didn't stand out in terms of a positive or a negative way. Um, so, yeah, if, if you think he's decent. I, I like bringing youth in, I guess. But Yeah, um, he, I tell you, what, his ability to find space where there is none is, uh, is, is incredible. On that note, um, we're going to end the Long Ball Street. What an episode it's been. Mm. One of our best, I think. I really enjoyed that. Hopefully, mm. Adam's, uh, everything's gone well and smoothly. Yeah, oh, got, hang on. So, so there's people disappointed about you not talking about Koeman. Let's just mention that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So sorry, got... sorry. Yeah, yeah, Koeman, because we, we didn't even do it. Okay. So, he's been given some more time, Matt. Is he apparently, according to, uh, according to the Everton owners, he's given, been given time to sort the mess out that he's created. <laughs> Same guy, got Flav, long story short, Koeman should be sacked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, um, so, but he, you know, he's, he's had a very tough start to his season. You know, he's played some really good teams, but he's got 
he's played some average teams like Atalanta out in Italy and mm. we got pumped 3-0 by them mm. we lost 3-0 to Spurs um, 4-0 to Man United you know he, he's kind of in a position now where he's created this problem brought mm. in a lot of players right lots of you know lots of midfielders I don't think the squad's balanced at all and um, uh, he's got to go really I don't think there's nothing, no coming back from this really it, I, said I he, thought it was all going to go swimming for Everton why? I just felt that the, you know, they had money for the first time. Um, I thought Kuman seemed a good manager uh, when he was at Southampton. I thought the Rooney signing felt like a good signing, like for a bit of a swan song. Yeah. Um, uh, and and I mean, was it going okay? I felt it was going okay at the start of the season. Did it all fall apart with with Rooney? I don't think so. I think Rooney was probably one of the success stories of the signings. Really. I but but what I mean, is, no, you know, when he so it was a success story, but then. He did the thing where he got caught in the car uh, driving with I, some... That didn't help. There's been a catalyst, but I think they were in trouble before right. then. What oh, are you really? saying, Ned? I think it would be harsh to blame the, the whole squad's failings on Rooney's drink-driving Yeah, era. But would you say Koeman's ultimately responsible for this? Um, I mean, yeah, he, he signed the players, surely. He signed yeah, off every signing. He decided to... You know, he hasn't spent... You know, he bought Sandro up front, who... You know, he's all right. He's a decent yeah, forward, but he's I not. I don't see who else you could put responsibility on. It's his job to manage that squad. It's his, it's his role. He's, and um, and and the thing is, is there's there's no the amount of money they've spent, and they have to speculate in order to try and break into that top six. But the amount of money they've spent is insane for how badly they're doing. And obviously, we can tell. I've, I've said this multiple times before, but when Spurs spent all of that bail money. It was it was you watching a team that had zero chemistry, and playing in the Premier League against top sides very very difficult for um, very very difficult to compete. Um, I just have one question, uh, and it's for the audience. There's a guy in there going OFI OFI OFI. What does that mean? What does that mean? Like Adam, do you know that? Is that some kind of is that like Tinder talk no, no, for Oi feel it? He's been a lot of um, noise, and it hasn't made much sense. Right, okay. I, I think it might be in a different language. <laughs> all right, this is right. great podcasting. Um, all right, that's it uh, from the Long Ball Street podcast. Thank you so much, everyone in the YouTube comments, for downloading. We apologize if the sound um, isn't up to where it usually is. If you listen to the podcast version of this, the sound will be perfect. Is that um, right? Yeah, yeah. OFI. What does it mean? I think it's our new. It means OFI. Over for. Interval. <laughs> Over for interval. OFI, everyone. OFI. And we'll see you next week. See you at the far post. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns.